Fam bam, what's going on? It's your boy, Sid. And Charlotte. I am a retired NFL player, and now I'm a full-time dad, husband, and content creator. And me and my wife do this podcast together to be completely transparent about things that we're going through, about our life, about our kids, and a bunch of stuff. We don't have all the answers, and we don't have it all together. But one thing that we do have is that we are committed. We are committed to build our life the way God calls us to live. We are committed to each other in our relationship. And we are also committed to ourselves. So just being the best version of ourselves that we can be each day. And at the end of every episode, we always check in with each other. We always let each other know how we feel about his joy and what's hard in these conversations because conversation is hard in any relationship, but especially marriage. And we always reiterate to each other that I'm committed to Charlotte and that she's committed to me and that we're in this together. We hope you enjoy this episode. Bam Bam, what is going on? It is an exciting day because we have our first guest on, as said by Charlotte, and it's super exciting. Um, so this month is Valentine's Month. Is it okay to say Valentine's Month? Yeah. 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 There's, a, there's a Valentine's Day, but it's Valentine's Month is what I'm saying. And so are you going to celebrate me all month long? Is that what you're I'll saying? celebrate you on the 14th. I'll <laughs> celebrate you all month. I think everybody can remember last year, we didn't. you didn't do anything for Valentine's Day. We talked about it on the podcast. But oh, that's okay. Look, it's okay. There's now, grace for that. Now he knows that <laughs> it's Valentine's month. I've done a lot of stuff for you on Valentine's Day throughout my year. So at this point, it's like, that okay. sounds bad when I say it, right? If I don't do anything. Should okay. I do something on Valentine's Day? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we have our first guest and we're super excited to have Greta and Tissel on with us today. Like said, said all of February, we're going to bring different couples on the podcast each week. Um, dating couples, engaged couples, married couples, just to talk about, you know, what's going on in their relationships, help um, help us in conversations that we've been struggling with and just share their experiences and their stories with us. So mm-hmm. we're super excited and we're super grateful that Greta and Tissel are joining us today. So it's kind of weird because um, Sed hasn't met Greta or Tissel before. <laughs> yeah. 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 So right the funny now. thing is, I actually have seen Tissel a bunch. So they go to a church called River Valley that we used to go to as well. And I used to watch you, bro. Oh, play the guitar. You sure? I used to be so jealous. I'm like, no. I want to be able to do that. Hey, I'm jealous of you. <laughs> I, so right now I'm playing the guitar. Oh, I'm learning awesome. right now. And like, so every time I watch somebody worship, I like watch the guitar player. Mm-hmm. I used cool. to watch you like, I'm so envious of this guy. That's yeah. cool. I just want to play the guitar like him. So it's super crazy because we were all at River Valley at the same time, yeah. but we didn't yeah. know it. Yeah, and yeah. So it's just amazing to see how God has like worked through exactly. different relationships mm-hmm. in our life to bring us together. Because mm-hmm. Greta, I met, she's she does my eyelashes. She keeps <laughs> my eyelashes on point. And then I've heard about her and Tizzle's relationship and she's heard about me and said. And so it's just been really amazing to see how God, like even though we were in the same building mm-hmm. over a year ago, mm-hmm. how now we're sitting down in our home for the first time yeah <laughs> yeah and meeting each other you know what else so. is funny is that my friend who hosts our podcast greta and him actually know each other yeah yeah it's yeah. just so crazy everything That's just coming full circle yeah, yeah. you guys well, knew well, each other since you were like babies 
and diapers, Alex, right? <laughs> yeah, Alex, Alex is over there chilling. He, you guys never see him. He's always, but he's always over there. So, so yeah, we're started? just super excited about all the things God's doing through mm-hmm. each person that's at the table, and we just want to hear more from Greta and Tissel about what's going on in their lives and in their relationship. So, do you guys want to give us just like a really brief background about you guys as individuals, like where you're from? Yeah, yeah. go, go for Greta. Yeah. I grew up in Apple Valley. I was born and raised in Minnesota, and now I live in Richfield. I live with two of my roommates, and like Charlotte said, I do eyelash extensions as my full-time job in Edina. Yes, go I go to check River Valley. Out Greta <laughs> at the Lash Refinery. At the Lash Refinery. <laughs> She'll get you right. <laughs> I'm going to see her next week. She's going to get me a fill, so don't judge my eyelashes right now. <laughs> no, I see this one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm the only one who notices that. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, yeah, but I go to River Valley in Minneapolis, and that's where we met. Um, yeah, that's about it. I have an older sister, two parents, grew up a family of four. I've known Jesus my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Short and sweet. Uh, I'll keep mine short and sweet, too. I was born and raised not in Minnesota. I was born and <laughs> raised in England. Way cooler. Uh, yeah. Born in Wales, raised in London, then moved to Orlando when I was 12, and then moved to Minnesota when I was 20. So I've been all over the world. Um, I did not grow up a Christian. I got saved later in life. Um, and But it's been amazing. Been an amazing journey over this past 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I currently am a freelance uh, designer and brand strategist, I would say. Uh, been doing that for a couple of years. Previously, I worked at a church and that was awesome too. But yeah, loving life. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So you said that you guys met at church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys have been going to church for a while before you start like together right. before you started dating. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. 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 We didn't really know each other. Yeah. But we noticed each other. Mm-hmm. And so um it probably took us a good six to nine months yeah. before we actually got to know each other. Right. But we were kind of in similar circles at our church. Right. Um yeah, and then we got to know each other, and then the rest is history. So how did how like did it happen? How did you guys get to know each other? Were you in the same life group? No, or? and that's kind of unique and really cool about our relationship. Actually, is that getting to know Tissel? I I didn't know any information about him. Honestly, I didn't know his story. I didn't mm-hmm. know. I knew he was from London, but I didn't know how he made it to Minneapolis until we sat down together on our first date one-on-one so it's kind of crazy you talk about god's timing and everything that Mm -hmm. i've been going to river valley for two and a half years he was on staff at river valley Mm -hmm. in apple valley as i was going to high school at apple valley and our paths really truly didn't cross up until Mm -hmm. over a year ago Mm -hmm. and so i got to meet tissel and get really get to know him just one-on-one so we didn't really have i mean we have mutual friends but we weren't hanging out yeah our circles didn't overlap really right Yeah. yeah 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 Started on the gram, though. So, oh. Of course. Right? Hey, that's what that's it. That's some of these DMs, is that what oh, happened? Yeah, yeah. We would reply to each other's Instagram stories, and it was, yeah. yeah. So, so who, who followed who? Made, uh, who followed who first? Oh, we don't know. We've talked about I that. Know. We, we don't, don't know. first, like, yo, we should, like, chill. That was for sure me. Tizzle. <laughs> uh, Tizzle. Yeah, so she went on this really cool trip to Greece for two weeks, and I was like, why is this girl just gallivanting around Greece for two weeks? Like, not many 23-year-olds are doing that. And so I just asked her about it. And then when she came back, I was like, hey, we should mm-hmm. like meet up and just, that was kind of my end, you know, yeah. uh, meet up and talk about Greece because I'm from Europe. And so I use that as an end. Yes. Like, you know, I love Europe and all that yeah. stuff. But did you but know yeah. before, like, 
going in with Reese that you wanted to like talk to her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> you had yeah, it, it had, she had been on my radar for like six months. <laughs> on your radar, she did. Okay, then- so here's the deal: we've been to River Valley, right? Yeah. yeah. And Minneapolis campus, there are a yeah. lot of beautiful single women. <laughs> beautiful single women, but also everyone's like in their twenties, early thirties. Yeah. yeah. So, what was it like for you guys to start dating in an in a circle like that yeah that's a really good question yeah we talk about that a lot um we talked about it pretty early on too we had to address that yeah dating in the church is an interesting dynamic Mm -hmm. um just because especially at a a church any size Mm -hmm. you know uh, our campus is smaller and they're all all the circles kind of overlap so everyone knows everything at some point Mm -hmm. and so we were really protective early on about like our time together Mm -hmm. People not really knowing, you know, yeah. a lot, yeah. you know, try to keep a lot of details kind of under wraps yeah. just because mm-hmm. we didn't want it to affect us. And then right. if we were to go our separate ways, it, it not yeah. be like yeah. this huge blow up yeah. and like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know, I'm sure you guys have dated before. Did you date outside the church before you started dating? No, I did. Uh, you, so yeah, did you I see didn't. any difference in like when you were like dating outside the church and then you found somebody in the church where or is there a huge difference in like how for you- sure it's just taken so much more seriously mm-hmm. there's no games that are played and mm-hmm. i think that people go from being super excited that you're on your first date and asking you details about that to when are you getting married yes. and Please, right away. i think oh, yeah. both of us people just make jokes people make jokes but i mean tissel worked at the church for such a long time so he's he has a community in the church that's really pumped to hear that he went on a date with someone um, yeah. because you were single for four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so people were super pumped about that. And I just think we had to address early on that in the church. Things can get kind of things, gossipy and hairy. A things bit. can get gossipy. Even and, if it's not the intention. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, and that just happens. we're on our own journey and yeah. we need to go at the pace that feels right for us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. although that encouragement and that support and excitement was really fun to have the support of our friends just to be so on board about this relationship we had to you know just yeah shed light on this is our story and this is our journey and we Mm -hmm. can't let that and we were gonna we weren't gonna let outside influences outside excitement voices influence how we were gonna right interact how pace our pace out yeah Yeah. we didn't want to just rush into things because everyone else is excited yeah right so piggybacking off of said Mm -hmm. um you mentioned that tissel hadn't dated somebody in four years Mm -hmm. what was your experience and how long have you guys been dating so i was single for less than a year before Mm -hmm. we started dating and Mm -hmm. i really i told tissel this i was not looking to date at all my head was in a completely different place so I essentially really had my blinders on. I kind of had this attitude, like, I don't need no man. <laughs> I'm just doing my thing. Girl, I feel like, oh, who does that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we met. So, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, Charlotte had just got a, out of a relationship. And then we, I had like, I didn't, in college, I didn't go out. But yeah. I decided to go out one night. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there minding my own business. And then Charlotte comes up to me and like, my friend and me. I were playing a game. I wasn't mm. looking for anything serious. And my friend was like, we're going to get you over like this hump of being yeah. sad about this other dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to play a game. We're going to play. Hey, have you met my friend Charlotte? So yeah. all you do, like, it doesn't have to be serious. All you do is pick somebody in the room. You go and talk to them. You don't have to date them or anything. Mm-hmm. So she's like, who do you want to talk to? This is literally like the day after I'm like, I'm done with this other dude. Mm-hmm. And the first person that I'm like, I want to talk to him is 
this guy over here. And so he always tells everybody that I picked him. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I didn't like, I was super shy. Like I didn't talk. I didn't. Yeah. So most of the time I would go, if I went out, I was the guy who was like sitting on the couch, like on my phone. Yeah. yeah. So when she approached me, I didn't even see her coming. I'm just like, what's up? And I didn't yeah. see it coming either because I was like, this is just that. for fun. This yeah. is low key. This is just a game. Mm-hmm. And then God was like, haha, like that's your yeah. husband. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel uh, yeah. you on like the blinders. And mm-hmm. how long did you say you guys have been dating now? Six months. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for a, for a, a little bit now. Yeah. 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 But um, I think, you know, Cedric and I's dating relationship sounds a lot different than your guys's. Um, I wouldn't say that we were rushing because of outside influences but mm-hmm. we i would say that we were rushing because of worldly mm-hmm. influences but not sure. sp- specifically friends like a lot of our friends were trying to keep us apart actually mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. said could go and talk to a bunch of other girls and so that i would you know hang out with my friends or whatever you know yeah. college stuff yeah but um i would say that our dating relationship moved really fast because within a couple of months of dating we were basically living together mm. and then within a year of dating we were living together and mm-hmm. not married mm-hmm. and obviously we were sleeping together and just like yeah totally totally different and mm-hmm. um god didn't really come into the conversation in our relationship until much later like mm-hmm. yeah. three or four years into our dating relationship mm-hmm. like it came crumbling down sure yeah god came when like because when i think about it like how me and charlotte met things are going fast like mm-hmm. we're in college we we're young mm-hmm. i'm in college like i we both lived with our parents like when you get to college you're free yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. me and charlotte started dating my freshman year i basically went over her house every single day when i met her like after that, I'm like over there mm-hmm. every single night. Mm-hmm. And then I moved out my dorm. I got an apartment and she was basically living with me. And I'm just like, screw it. Let's just like move together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we got Same an apartment. Yeah. yeah. In my junior, senior, we lived together. Uh, I got drafted to the NFL, um, played. And then before I get in there, she had found out that I cheated on her. Right. So then like all hell broke loose. So like <laughs> once, that, once that happened, yeah. Um, our relationship completely changed because right. it, was, it was like Charlotte put her foot down and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Okay, I gotta wake up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. she's not playing. Yeah. You know, so like she's really about to leave me. So then yeah. I had to like kind of find myself, kind of like find. Once I saw how much pain I put her through, mm-hmm. like I remember physically seeing her. Like, mm-hmm. like I really hurt this. Yeah. I really hurt this girl. Yeah. And then it's unfortunate because the way that I learned, I have to like mess up first <laughs> in order yeah. for me to get. It, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. So it's I'm super interested to hear about how like you your guys' relationship like with God in the beginning. Yeah. Because, yeah. Like, because it wasn't like said was saying it wasn't until our relationship like came crumbling down that then we both had like our individual journeys with god and Mm -hmm. then also started talking about god together yeah that's cool Um, we started going to that was like halfway through our relationship at this point yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so how would like based off of just a little bit of our story Mm -hmm. what kinds of things do you see differently obviously you guys aren't living together right Mm -hmm. and from what I've heard, there might be you might be waiting mm-hmm. till marriage. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yes, you we are go. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Can which is <laughs> the agonizing wait? <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> and so, how has this compared to like different relationships you've been in, yeah. and even how is it different from what you're hearing from me and Cedric? Yeah, it's a good question. So I have been in a relationship that wasn't centered around Christ. And you can be with someone who's a Christian, but if I'm a Christian and I'm on my own journey and I have goals and dreams and you're a Christian and you love Jesus, but you have your own goals and dreams, 
and you're not serving, mm-hmm. it was almost like you love the Lord and I love the Lord, but we're doing this apart. Like mm-hmm. we're not mutually serving the Lord together and mm-hmm. we don't have the same conviction about boundaries and just the way that we want to raise a family one day. And with Tissel right away, it was like, it's very evident that Jesus, that Jesus is Lord in Tissel's life and he loves Jesus more than he loves me, which is why I'm so attracted to him and why I'm so mm-hmm. confident going into doing life with him. That's awesome. And I think it's really cool to be with someone so, like the biggest thing that I noticed being in a relationship that centered around Christ is Tissel has been given eyes like Jesus. So he sees me through the lens of someone who loves Christ. And mm-hmm. so there's just so much more grace that's given so much more patience and peace. And so I just think that from the get go, I felt seen for who I am and seen for my heart, which has made me feel like I can be vulnerable in this relationship. Like mm-hmm. I can let my guard down And with that being said, like we want to be obedient to the Lord. We do live to please him and serve him. And I'm pumped to see what that looks like together, Mm -hmm. you know, in in a covenant one day. Yeah. Yeah. I think on our first, the first time we hung out, Mm -hmm. uh, which is like seven months ago, Mm -hmm. um, we hung out for like four to five hours and we just exchanged our stories. Like, you know, and it was two hours of me talking and two hours of her talking. We just went we went deep deep mm-hmm. and every every like, i mean pretty much nitty gritty yeah details everything too, yeah. every detail just came out in that first meeting mm-hmm. you know and that's i think pretty unique in the context of a like god-centered relationship is because so much is centered around where you've come from mm-hmm. and the journey that we're on mm-hmm. with christ you know and then if we're going to invite somebody into that journey that all that stuff has to be out in the open because mm-hmm. we're, we're going to do this together yeah. and she has a great testimony that's very different from my testimony my story um and we've both been through hardships and hard times and so to come together and combine our stories um is yeah super unique i feel like in like a christian and you know god-centered relationship right to be so open and honest with each other Mm -hmm. about our failings previous past and our future Mm -hmm. dreams and hopes you know for each other yeah yeah so i heard a word that Greta used. She said covenant. And for our non-Christian listeners, (laughs) that means marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, So you guys have already started to have some conversations. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, being in a Christ-centered relationship, you date with intent. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. very early on, I, and it's something that I appreciate about Tisla and I's relationship and is there was no games there was no, are we just dating to have fun? It's like, no, I'm into you. You're into me. Let's do this thing. Let's date and let's date with intent. Mm-hmm. And going back on what we said about dating in the church, something that we discussed is there has to be so much freedom both ways. Like if we are dating and it's good, then there needs to be encouragement on getting married. And there mm-hmm. needs to be people praying for us alongside of us until we get to that day and then if we choose to break up then there also needs to be freedom to break up in the church and have people encourage us for realizing this isn't working yeah right this isn't going to end in a divorce and so yeah just being in a christ-centered relationship you either date and you get married or you date <laughs> and you break up but yeah yeah it's I, super interesting to hear you say that because like i think about like how me and charlotte started and obviously it wasn't christ-centered um and i remember like when we were dating uh when i had like 
cheated on her. Mm-hmm. Um, I had kind of had this epiphany in like, it was a new year. I think it was 2017 or 2016. It's 2016. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, you know, like I really want to live my life. Right. I want to like serve you and serve God. So I like, don't want to like have sex anymore. I don't want to mm-hmm. do anything. Mm-hmm. And we didn't like do anything for well, we ended oh, up getting God. married pretty quickly yeah, after like, that. Well, yeah, after, after, you, after. You. Like, you know, time to take it now. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> quick. But even though, like, even like, so we were like having sex and whatever, like our whole relationship. Then to like to put it on pause to do it to do it the right way, the right mm-hmm. way. We already messed right. up in the first place, but we were trying to do it the right way now. <laughs> yeah, and I remember, like, for me, like how difficult that was, like being like physical and whatever, and then saying like stop, right. and then battling like my flesh. But also we're trying to listen to my spirit at the same time. Mm-hmm. You guys do not have to answer this, but do you guys struggle with like battling the flesh and the spirit when it comes mm-hmm. to like being intimate with each other from a physical standpoint? Because me and Charlotte do stuff like we have something called intimacy cards mm-hmm. where we talk about deep questions mm-hmm. and we we're learning that intimacy is more than just sex, right? It's more than right, physical. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're learning that more and more every day. So is it difficult for you guys not to be physically intimate? Yes. Rather than <laughs> <laughs> so what so what is that and i'm not trying to get like all in your business like, no. i'm just saying like because i remember i struggle with that i'm like well, yeah, yeah maybe hard. we could give some practical like tips for people who might be in the same circumstance mm-hmm. as you yeah. who want to wait till marriage but yeah are i got battling. some tips for you if you're going through that right now boy you gotta, <laughs> you gotta go for a walk let's <laughs> do some music <laughs> You gotta do something. So, what, so what was that like for y'all? Because I remember just like it was really difficult. It was, it was only six months too. Because like only six months, we were together for like years. We wanted. Yeah, six yeah, months yeah. is a long time. Seven. That's true. And we was living together. Yeah. In Miami. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. In a house, bed. When you're living ourselves. together, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard. It was like yeah. it was. It was hard. Yeah. Talk about it. It makes me want to cry because it was so hard. <laughs> so what is that? So what is that like for you guys? Like battling like that the difference between like the flesh and like the spirit of like not. Not crossing that line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's difficult. I it's mean, very hard. Yeah. It's very hard. And mm-hmm. we, I mean, do our best, but we we mess up. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we have conversations about boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, often. And then, yeah, I mean, we don't live together. <laughs> so, that's, that hard. so, you know, so, and, you know, so we're both going home to separate places, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, and so we try not to hang out super late. Yeah. You know, we try to do stuff that's not like in, you know, private private yeah. yeah i know yeah. you know, I you know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. because yeah once you get like even like six months into a dating relationship like it's tough not to like just go you know mm-hmm. especially so intimacy like you said is more than just physical intimacy, mm-hmm. intimacy. there's spiritual intimacy mm-hmm. there's emotional intimacy mm-hmm. and we've are obviously connected emotionally and spiritually mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and so when that gets deeper and deeper it feels almost natural than physically to get right. deeper and deeper right. but yeah there is obviously a boundary you have to mm-hmm. set to not cross the, that line into right. marriage and so yeah, yeah it's That's difficult crazy. for sure but you want to still be able to get spiritually intimate with each right. other and mm-hmm. keep growing in that and then emotionally intimate with right. each other mm-hmm. and so and then you focus on that stuff too right. we have exactly. conversations about stuff that maybe if we were completely physically intimate we probably would put some of the spiritual and emotional right. conversations right kind of on the back burner right. because we're you know appeasing our flesh right no, that, very, is, that right. is that is an awesome point i'm gonna yeah. talk after you but i want yeah i'm ready to go yeah it's difficult mm-hmm. and i think it puts a little bit of a like my time is ticking because i do 
yeah, it's just getting harder and harder the mm-hmm. more and more that Tissel and I are vulnerable and let each other in and the more mm-hmm. and more I fall in love with him. So it's going home at the end of a night. It feels like I just w- want to go up to our bed together and mm-hmm. do life with you from the moment I wake up to the mm-hmm. moment I go to bed. Um, mm-hmm. But I obviously know that, you know, the the more that we stay pure on this side of marriage, the more it's going to be awesome on the other <laughs> side <laughs> sorry about it no no that, that's that's so it was really cool to hear both of you speak yeah like you said something to me that like really struck struck me because um what i'm learning in, in our marriage is like the spiritual and the emotional part lacked a lot because mm-hmm. we were always so we were physical with each other from the jump mm-hmm. and i remember in college like we you know what i'm saying we were doing whatever we wanted and whenever we wanted and now that I get closer to the Lord, I'm starting to understand that like my view of like what sex was mm. has been flawed for a long time. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's been flawed to how I view sex, what's, how I view sex, what sex is for, how what God made sex for. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning about that now. Mm-hmm. And when I sit and I pause and I think about our intimate life physically, it like somewhat makes me sad sometimes to see mm. like how sex was taught to me growing up and mm. what, what I learned from far as music and TV yeah. and movies. Because yeah. my dad wasn't te- yeah, teammates. Yeah. My dad didn't yeah. teach me like, what sex was. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So to hear you say that is just amazing because like me and Charlotte have had few moments where like I felt like so spiritually intimate with her. Mm. I'm right. just like, I can see, I can see you for who mm-hmm. you are. Mm. And that feeling is amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it hasn't happened much for me and her. Yeah. And I'm going through this thing in, my, in our relationship where like I'm, I'm kind of peeling back from the physical side because I want to and I'm still serving God by being intimate with her because I'm mm-hmm. because we're married, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a gift that God yeah. has right. allowed us to use. Right. But I know the part that's the most important is lacking, and I'm trying to figure out myself how to mm-hmm. do that. So mm-hmm. to hear you say that, bro, it's just like it's amazing because like yeah. I I yearn for that because yeah. I've had it a few times. Like when the times when we stopped being intimate with each other when I was living in we were living in Florida physically intimate. Physically intimate yeah. There were times where I'm like. Like, I didn't even notice it was you. Like I didn't, mm. I didn't yeah. notice about you. Like we yeah. started having conversations yeah. that we had never had yes. in four years, yeah. and right. you guys were talking about six months. And yeah. on the first time you hung out, you were yeah. talking about hours of just right. diving into conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah, it's super cool to hear, mm-hmm. um, and super encouraging. I think for for us even to hear, but for a lot of people who ask us, like, did you guys wait to marriage? Like mm-hmm. until yeah. marriage, this is what I'm struggling with, and mm-hmm. we can't really relate because mm-hmm. we paused for yeah. like seven months and that and like said said that time was really valuable to mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. and our relationship mm-hmm. um so it's really cool and encouraging to hear your guys's story yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah i think for me like when i think about me and charlotte's story and i think about like how like we were doing whatever we were doing and then we stopped and now we're married and we get to do whatever we want again <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's cool for me to like be able to relate to people like mm people who because i have i have a little bit of experience of like not doing anything for a while and then obviously i have a whole bunch of experience of like doing whatever i do whenever i wanted mm. and to be able to talk to people is just cool for me that's why it's cool to see god work in our lives and he puts us through certain things because I, mm-hmm. I always say i do make decisions based on the information that i have mm-hmm. like yeah i didn't know any better you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so yeah. i'm not gonna mm-hmm. sit up here and feel bad about it you know yeah. what i mean but what i can do is use my story to help people and right. give yeah. my testimony right. for somebody who's trying to wait mm-hmm. somebody who did what they were doing they're trying to wait now i can mm-hmm. talk to these different people mm-hmm. and even just hearing y'all like yeah like it's just like super super cool to hear mm-hmm. y'all talk i'm just like yeah this is like beautiful what you guys are saying like when yeah. you said like we can just be emotionally and spiritually intimate i was like oh, <laughs> my heart my heart <laughs> so great. this might be a tough question mm-hmm. but i want to go back to the topic 
of marriage and mm-hmm. covenant. And one thing that Seth and I talked about on the podcast before is a lot of people always ask us, how do you know she or he's the one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys have talked about how you have the freedom to date and mm-hmm. either get married or the freedom mm-hmm. to date yeah. and break up. Yeah. So when what do you feel like has to happen mm-hmm. or like when do you feel like you know? Yeah. It's a really good question. <laughs> you go? Yeah, I'll go. It was a pivotal moment for me. Kind of the same thing as you where God said, that's your husband. Basically, it was just this, it was a lot of peace going into a relationship with Tissel, just feeling like this is a gift. This is a good gift that I've given you and I want you to go with it. So um, you're saying you have already, that's happened. The, what has happened that like, I've, kind of, that you feel like. like you got confirmation. Like, yeah, this is it. for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And my best friend also had been praying about this relationship. Little did I know until after we started dating that this was going to be brought into fruition. So just even God using her to kind of confirm that this was a really good thing was really cool. Um, but it was our second date and I was running late, typical me. Cool. And I was walking up to Tissel and he was looking at his phone and it was a beautiful summer day. <laughs> he looked up from his phone. Our eyes met. No, just kidding. But for real. And I started getting nervous. And I was like, why am I getting nervous? I'm getting butterflies in my stomach, but not butterflies that, yeah, it was just, it was unlike anything that I've ever felt before. And when we looked at each other, I just, that was a moment that I just knew that this was happening and that my eyes were for Tissel. And I think ever since then, it's just been continuous confirmation through conversations that we've had and even just seeing Tissel with his friends and getting to know his heart more and more. It's just been peace and confirmation, you know, Mm -hmm. throughout this whole relationship. Yeah. So I've never, I really have never doubted this relationship and I've never thought in my head I actually think that we jumped on this too soon or I don't think he is my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been, there's been tons of peace mm-hmm. just behind that. Yeah, for me, it was not as, you know, definite mm-hmm. in a moment. Yeah. For me, it was more of just a journey. Yeah. And uh, we kind of alluded before that I hadn't dated or like I hadn't had a girlfriend for like for four years. But I had dated people. Mm-hmm. I'd like, you know, gone on first dates, second dates. And you were you still dating in the church at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but nothing ever felt as good as this did on the mm-hmm. first, second, third date. And so when we were on our, you know, first, second, third dates, um, I am an overthinker. I'm analytical. And so I just like, I overthink every since, you know, scenario. <laughs> We'd be best friends with that. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> and so... Um, I really try to psych myself out. Like I try to find why this would not work. Mm -hmm. And I could not. I just Mm -hmm. couldn't figure out or find a reason to not go on another date. At least chase this further to its end, to its, you know, desired end. And so, um, yeah, we went on, you know, we just kept hanging out, kept hanging out. And then I was like, oh, this is going great. And so like a month into hanging out, I like, I think she's got to now be my girlfriend because that's like, you know, the next step. Yeah. You know, and so I asked her to be my girlfriend and then that was great. And you do it in person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Not, <laughs> like, not on the DMs. A DM. <laughs> well, I'm more of a texture. I was kind of like, yo, you're trying to date her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of that chill. Though. I was like, hey, yeah. you want to you try to just make this official? That's what I said. Yeah. That is exactly what he yeah. said. So, should um, this just be official or what? I was like, let's do it. Yeah. But. 
yeah every moment with her and every scenario every day was just so relaxing and chill. like chill mm-hmm. there was no pressure mm-hmm. we had so much fun mm-hmm. and so and that's continued that yeah. has not stopped which is great um and so a couple months in i was like wow i i i can't envision a scenario where this is not a good idea yeah uh, to just you know mm-hmm. continue down this journey and then yeah again i'm analytical and over and i'm an overthinker and so when i you know in my mind do the pros and cons list or you know whatever <laughs> it just made so much sense to me on a like a you know in my head right. and then you you factor in like the spiritual side of mm-hmm. things like it just felt so right you know mm-hmm. i felt peace you know in my prayers with god in mm-hmm. my time with god in our time together um you know and so yeah I, it was it was more of a journey yeah more than like a definite you, you know right I have a question. Yeah. So a lot of the a lot of the things I say on here, because you guys are still relatively really new. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always say on this podcast all the time, like, be careful, like in the honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. because like, that's when like you fall the oh, most in love yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But it's I want to hear from like your guys' perspective, like having a crisis in a relationship, because like to me it's like this is probably gonna sound bad, but like it's almost more of like a deeper like honeymoon mm-hmm. phase, right? Because mm-hmm. like crisis in marriage, you right. feel like God speaking to you yeah. and all right. that stuff. So have you guys, because you said you're an overthinker and that's how mm-hmm. I am. So have you thought about like, you know, is, are we still like in the honeymoon mm-hmm. phase? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. have do you have any fear that this is like, you know, burn out or sure. like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Have you guys thought about that together yeah. or separately? Yeah. yeah, I think we read a book when we first started dating called The Sacred Search. I can't mm-hmm. remember the author of it, but uh, it's an amazing book if you're dating, if you're in a, you know, maybe first six months of a relationship or not, you know, whenever. But a good chunk of that book talks about the honeymoon phase yeah. and how you're kind of infatuated mm-hmm. with a person for yeah. a couple years. It's like scientifically proven. Years. Oh, <laughs> <honeymoon>. <laughs> a couple years. Well, like, but like scientifically, that's what, like your brain is firing still like, like maybe man, obviously there's, you know, different, mm-hmm. different uh, situations, but um, there's like a, maybe six months to a couple years where your, your brain is like chemically doing something different than, after that yeah. mm. and so we read that book together and then we talked about like yeah we just got to be careful that we're not overselling this yeah. season mm-hmm. of yeah. our mm-hmm. relationship yeah. mm-hmm. and that we can kind of with the eyes of god mm-hmm. pierce through that honeymoon phase filter mm-hmm. and see the just reality yeah. that will be our relationship for the next hopefully you right. know 60 years or whatever right. and so we talked about that early and i think the solution to that is you're going to have a honeymoon phase and it's not escaping it. And yeah, you could maybe delay decisions um, or um, be very, very cautious, which I think is smart to to an extent. But I think another um, kind of solution or another option is just to just be smart, you know, mm-hmm. and be discerning, mm-hmm. you know, bring in godly counsel. Right. You know, we talk to other couples all the time about mm-hmm. you know we're hanging out with other couples that have been married for maybe five years ten years um and we're constantly using that as a bouncing you know as a reflection point for our relationship you know and when we see people a, who aren't doing it right yeah yeah that's true um when we see a married couple who've been who've been married for five years or ten years we you know i at least watch that and think okay what's in their relationship that right. that is in our relationship and what's in their relationship that's not in our relationship mm-hmm. yeah and so just constantly watching and just being on guard mm-hmm. um to not like slide into that like mm-hmm. trap of the honeymoon phase and not mm-hmm. just 
excusing bad behavior, right. excusing character flaws, you know, accountability, accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even like mm-hmm. where we do, I think we do a pretty good job of just calling out each other's like flaws, yeah. you know, in the in a sure. daily, you know, context. Yeah. Um, How do you guys do with that? Like, because me and Charlotte are like pretty like prideful people. We are like we yeah. are, we, mm-hmm. and we have we're both pretty stubborn. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to get better at like, okay, like she's coming at me kind of harsh but she's doing it because she loves me and then the presentation might not be the best but it's out of like love Love. yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's out of love (laughs) yeah but so how do you guys deal with like coming at each other's flaws and stuff that's something i think we're trying to get yeah is there how do you guys approach each other Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think a word you said i don't mean to be talking the entire time but you said something about the presentation of it i think that counts for maybe 80 percent of that battle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just presenting that you know, in mm-hmm. a loving way and not yelling across the room. Right. Like, hey, you, you suck. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. it's just like, hey, I noticed you did this. Like, yeah. um, I think, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to mm-hmm. go into that, but no, like sure. an example. But, yeah. <laughs> but I think the kind of the way you approach a conversation is, 100%. is mm-hmm. probably most of the battle. And obviously we're learning, but I've learned from great people great mentors great friends who have been married and i watched them and how they talk to their wife or how they mm-hmm. have difficult conversations how they talk to their kids as well because that's how it's going to yeah. translate mm-hmm. there too and the way you approach that conversation is, For is sure. huge yeah one yeah. thing that our pastor's wife was like encouraging me and one um one thing she said that it would might be helpful when bringing topics up with said is to approach him like after the heat of the moment mm-hmm. and privately mm-hmm. and say, hey, is now a good time to talk? Yeah. yeah. And ask for that like permission to have a conversation. Yeah. And then say, I was frustrated when or it hurt me when right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but so not doing it when you're heated, mm-hmm. not doing it with other people around. Yeah. And then like like you said, the presentation of yeah. it. Yeah. So and the presentation also is huge with the way it's received on the other side too. So if mm-hmm. Tissel comes at me hot or if I come at Tissel hot, then it's automatic a defense response. Mm-hmm. But if he comes, if he's going to confront me about something with grace, then I'm going to receive it and be like, wow, he thought about that before he spoke. This mm-hmm. isn't heat of the moment jabs at me. Mm-hmm. We really haven't had that in our relationship. No, we're very sarcastic God. with each other. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. But yeah Tissel's more witty. Yeah. Sarcastic, really, dry really humor. I'm more sensitive for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think also just when you see something, say something. Because I get in my own head a lot. So if I don't. I mean, I've asked Tissel to reiterate things because I'm I'm like, I can already see myself spinning off on that. And if that wasn't your intention, then I want to shut that down right away. Because mm-hmm. if I spin off on that, then it could uh, open the door to harboring resentment. And if that's not even, if that's not a thing, then let's shut it down right mm-hmm. now. So I've even yeah. asked Tissel, and I probably have sounded ridiculous at times because I've been spinning off in my own head, just like, hey, what was your intention behind that? Or like, what did you mean when you said that? Because mm-hmm. this is how I'm perceiving it. And then at that point, he'll say yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So open communication. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. I think those are all really good, like practical. Yeah, little- I'm taking tips myself. Because <laughs> 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 I'm kind of like a like a little bit of a hothead. This is how I, this mm-hmm. is where I'm from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. We're all just like hotheads. And I'm, I'm learning how to like, okay, 
Let me just go ahead and just go to the room and just chill real quick yeah, before yeah, I say yeah. anything. Because a lot of the times, like, I'm a very, like, I'm straightforward. Like, however yeah. I think it is how I say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be healthy in a sense. But mm-hmm. I have to reconstruct, like, my words and mm-hmm. certain words that I use. Like, a lot of times, and Charlotte's very, like, she's, like, precise. So whatever mm-hmm. word you use, she takes it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. like, with her, kind of I really. like, what's your intention with that? Yeah. But I yeah. don't say it as gracefully as you. Yeah. <laughs> she, actually, like, I'm just like, yo, I didn't even mean it like, yeah. like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I'm learning that the words that I choose to use to communicate, mm-hmm. yeah. words are powerful, right? Yeah. Very much so. so I'm learning, you know, like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe I should pause and think. But a lot of the times, like, when you're, you know, you're hot-headed or you're emotional, mm-hmm. stuff just comes out. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the times, I'm learning just to be quiet. But you know, for Charlotte being quiet doesn't really work. She wants she wants me to talk. We're learning yeah. how to have some time and space yeah. to then come back to a conversation. Yeah, for sure. Because mm-hmm. it's not constructive if you're mm-hmm. doing it and you're both hot. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of defensiveness and mm-hmm. just not good things. So mm-hmm. I think that you guys brought up a lot of good, practical, actionable um, tips and steps for us and for other um, listeners and viewers. But we always try to end each day with like a check-in with a couple of questions. And Mm so we just want to check in with you guys with the same questions and you can answer however you want. There's no right or wrong. wrong. So we always ask each other, like, how are you feeling? Whether it's about the conversation, about your relationship, anything. It's very Mm open-ended. How am I feeling today? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. I had a really good morning with my family. I'm really excited to be here with you guys. Mm -hmm. I'm pumped about this relationship. I'm pumped that we're talking about this relationship. I love being vulnerable and I like talking about things that are currently happening. So it's really cool for us to be able to sit here because we have never done something like this before. Mm -hmm. So even just to sit and reflect on our relationship and the things that are going really well in our relationship that we can celebrate and then just bringing to light things that we could also work on. And it's so good to hear you guys talk too. So thank you for being open and vulnerable with us. But I'm feeling... Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling great too. I mean, this has been awesome. Yeah. And I've been, you know, kind of watching you guys from afar. And so it's great to like meet you guys, mm-hmm. you know, in person and have this conversation. And we're honored that you guys would have us on. You know, we're just six months into it. So we, right. we're not ex- experts by any means. But yeah. it is kind of, it is really fun to be able to just talk openly yeah. about relationships and what's going yeah, on. What's going yeah. on mm-hmm. with people as well as you guys. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, thanks for making that space. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, bro. How are you feeling, son? I feel good. Our first guests were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like vulnerability and transparency is everything to me. Right. You can mm-hmm. tell, like you you guys are who you are. Like mm-hmm. I can see it. Seeing it right through you is not the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see you for yeah, who, yeah. who you guys are. You know what I mean? Like I've heard so much about you from Charlotte. And, like you're exactly what I thought. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So she's That's saying cool. good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so and we got to link up, bro. I yeah, know we knew sure. each other a couple of times, but we haven't yeah, met yeah. up yet, but. Yeah. How do I feel? I feel good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I feel yeah. good. I'm feeling really thankful. I'm thankful for you guys to come. Like you said, share your stories, your time with us. Um, I think that, like I said, you guys have spoken into like our lives a ton just mm-hmm. over these last mm-hmm. 45 minutes, however mm-hmm. long. Um, so I'm really thankful for the both of you. Um, what is bringing you joy mm. in this conversation or in your relationship? What's bringing me joy in this conversation is just I have a ton of hope for this relationship and I am it's just really exciting at six months because things start to become really real and even Mm -hmm. just this morning can I say it we were talking about going ring shopping and that to me is like this is happening (laughs) I mean this is moments that 
and yeah i don't know tissel i'm just yeah i'm excited about our relationship Mm -hmm. and that is bringing me a lot of joy i'm excited for what's to come i'm excited for what we're currently going through and working through good and difficult and in the waiting season it's all good so yeah i echo everything greta said um but to go in a different direction what gives me hope is just hearing your guys' story a bit yeah. and hearing like it's very different from ours you mm-hmm. know we're lucky that we started off kind of on the right foot um yeah to hear your guys' story has mm-hmm. been really fun it brings me joy honestly i love hearing people's story yeah um and yeah it's just fun to hear everyone comes at life and a relationship with god and relationship with people from different contexts and mm-hmm. different angles but it's all you know amazing and life-giving and so it's fun to just hear that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what brought me joy yeah what brought me joy is really just hearing you guys story like it really gave me a lot of like encouragement in my relationship and like the whole like what you said bro like intimate like being mm-hmm. intimate being intimate like spiritually and emotionally like really mm-hmm. hit me mm-hmm. and it's something i want to keep striving for so mm-hmm. that really brought me joy to hear that from somebody else mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I already, I mean, this is, this question is very similar to last, but I'm just, what brought me joy is hearing about your guys' relationship. And obviously I'm not as excited as Greta, but I am super excited (laughs) (laughs) and I don't want to add pressure and like try to force you guys into anything. Like I know you guys already have a lot of friends who are really excited, but I'm just really excited to see where your relationship goes and what God does through the both of you mm-hmm. and through you guys together mm-hmm. um, in the months to come because I think it's just really evident what he's already doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have talked about like God's timing and I've heard from Greta of like just her experiences of like God preparing her heart for you mm-hmm. and for this relationship. And so I'm just really excited for you guys. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, is there anything that was difficult or that is difficult? Obviously, waiting till marriage is difficult. <laughs> but. That's the first thing that comes to my mind, honestly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything yeah. else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said through this conversation. No, I thought this conversation was great. I think, yeah, nothing really difficult. I really enjoyed it. Cool. Mm-hmm. How can we pray for you guys? Wow. Um. Yeah, I think just like praying for what that transition looks like into we've been dating for six months and Mm -hmm. engagement is in our future. Marriage is in our future, hopefully by the will of God. So I just think like, what does that look like in transitioning into those really big lifelong decisions? Mm -hmm. And they come with a lot of real conversations of what does this look like and what is our life going to look like together? And um yeah, just like a lot of change comes. I mean, it's all so exciting, but there's reality too of what does this look like doing life together as an engaged couple or a married a married couple and just like the seasons to come is going to bring lots of change and just mm-hmm. we're going to have to really talk real things like mm-hmm. you guys yeah. said. I mean, it's real and mm-hmm. we take it very seriously. And um, so, yeah, just prayer for peace through those conversations and yeah 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 um i again echo everything you said that's Mm -hmm. great um pray for all that stuff um to kind of bring it back to something we were talking about earlier praying for just our headspace and our um 
yeah kind of talking about that honeymoon phase just mm-hmm. again as we continue to move forward and progress that we're we don't get you know carried away we don't get lost mm-hmm. in um the emotions or the the moment we still are rooted and grounded in christ and in uh pursuing each other and yeah uh, making each other better sharpening each other yeah um yeah mm-hmm. awesome. how do you want them to pray for us <laughs> Sure. Uh, <laughs> we need a lot of prayer. Um, I would say just pray for us to continue just to really find out each other about it, find out more about each other from the intimate and emotional standpoint. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like That's me and Char have a lot of room to grow in that. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited too, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. So, any kind mm-hmm. of like prayer for strength in that yeah. part of our lives will be awesome. That's yeah. Cool. Like said, mentioned, we're doing intimacy cards, yeah. which is not what people think that they are. They're just, you know, ways to get to know each other deeper mm-hmm. and better. Yeah um so that's really cool that's one practical application that we're doing there but yeah i would just echo set on that so mm-hmm. but again we just want to thank you guys so much for coming on mm-hmm. and being so open and honest mm-hmm. about um your relationship and um like i said it's super encouraging for us to hear and we're really excited to hear all of our fam bams feedback <laughs> and um if you guys have questions for greta and Tissel, Leave them in the comments if you're on YouTube. Mm -hmm. If you're listening on the podcast, head over to our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe and like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. yeah, Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. (laughs) We're supposed to say that. Thank you so much for having us. (laughs) But thank you guys for coming. It was truly, truly awesome. This is awesome. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, this was really fun. Um, if you guys have any questions or anything that you want to ask us, uh, we'll try our best to get back to you. We get a lot of questions, but we love our fan bam, so we try to get back to everybody. You can follow me on all my social medias. Mine is at said by me across all the platforms. And uh, Charlotte's Instagram is maybe you should say it for them instead of me saying it. <laughs> my Instagram is ca.pt.